What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, no complaints here. I mean, it was cold, but um, the, the temperature is getting better. I think it's like it's like 40 degrees right now, so I'm starting to see a little bit more grass, and I do snow, so uh, there's light at the end of this frozen tunnel. Um, but yes, yeah, all my Northeast friends just hang in there, and we're, we're getting there. But uh, yeah, congrats to everyone who competed this weekend, uh, the Hobie event in um, Oklahoma. Uh, congrats to Russ Snyders again. Uh, I'm sure I'll be saying that all year, but, um, yeah, man, I hope everyone had a great time. It looked like some people caught some big fish. Um, some people surprised themselves, uh, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm just happy to see you guys all out there get after it. I'm jealous. Um, but yeah, man, man. Uh, let me know how it went. Uh, shoot me some pictures, some messages. Uh, maybe we can get you on the podcast soon. Um, but yeah, other than that, not much going on here. Uh, I'm not sure what's coming up this weekend. I gotta check the schedule. I, I'm, I'm not sure what tournaments are happening this weekend. But uh, anyone who's traveling this week, good luck. Be safe. Um, as far as me, oh, oh, good news for me. Exciting. I just uh, just got this, the podcast just got itself its first uh, title sponsor, first paid sponsor, meaning that uh, it's just not some promo deals. Um, it's it's good stuff. Uh, it sticks fishing. Uh, I've been using their rods for a little bit over a year now. Um, it was, it was a weird time. I, I, I broke a rod. I was looking for a new uh, spinning rod, and uh, I didn't know what I wanted. And uh, I, I happened to run into them, and I saw what they were about. You know, they they offer uh, six rods to cover all the techniques, and uh, you know that was kind of something I was struggling with. I'm sitting there trying to learn, like, what do I need for this and that? And there's this. You know, one video on YouTube says you need this. One YouTube video says you need that, and everyone's telling me what I need. And at the end of the day, I, don't, I still don't know what the hell I need. So uh, I found sticks fishing. Uh, Nick the Informant Fisher had a bunch of videos. I'm like, okay, I can get down with this. Uh, six rods to cover all your techniques. Um, and so yeah, I bought one. It worked. Had a had a great had a great year with it. Um, and then I flipped my kayak about six months later, and I had to buy a bunch of rods. And so I was like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna stick with these guys. Uh, a hundred hundred dollars a piece per rod. I think it was like uh six rods for five hundred dollars. Good rods. Um, and yeah, that's that's who I've been sticking with. And uh, you know, I've been I've had uh the co-owner Nick Informant. It, the Nick, the informative angler on the show a few times. I've had his uh, the other co- the other owner, uh, Travis Martin, on the show recently. Uh, great guys. I've uh, been putting out YouTube videos before YouTube videos were cool. Uh, really big in the whole educational part of, of fishing, and uh, I'm I'm happy to be working these guys. Like I like not only is a uh, an individual angler, but uh, you know as having them on the podcast and and helping guys who are like me, just ever you know everyday anglers, just trying to get better and. Uh, these guys are great. I think I think uh, Sticks Fishing fits this platform perfectly, um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to working with them. And uh, what did I say? It's a uh, it's a real sponsorship. I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, make sure you check out Sticks Fishing. Um, more to come. It's like I just got off the phone today and confirmed that this is what I, what we'll be doing. So there's a lot more information I'll put out in the future. But expect a lot of changes in the show. Not a lot of changes, but uh, different kind of guests, smarter people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not that, all, not that my other guests were dumb, but, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be a change of pace. Get some guys in there who, who really understand fishing. And, you know, and I, 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 most of the time, like, these shows, these episodes I do, for me as much as I do for the listeners, uh, I'm still learning. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, but, yeah, enough about that. You know, check out my other partners, uh, Exxon Lures, uh, Great Plastics. Just got another, uh, sh- another box of uh, Swammers. Getting ready for the 2021 season to start. My 2021 season to start. Um, got some more of their finesse worms and things like that. But uh, great product, dude. Awesome colors. Uh, use discount code capital D, capital W, 15 years of a discount. Rogue Fishing Company. 
can't, I can't preach enough about not losing your shit. Uh, last year, I lost my cell phone, and you never know what's going to happen. It's going to happen. Every, it's it's going to happen to you eventually if you don't have the uh, the right equipment to protect your shit. I mean, uh, one day you're going to catch a, a big ass smallmouth. You're going to get him on your catchboard. You're going to go take a picture, and that motherfucker's going to kick and flip that thing out of your hand. It's going to fall to the bottom of the lake, and you're like, "Why didn't I listen to Josh? I listen to the Dark Waters episodes every time they come out. And he's always telling me to check out Rogue Fishing Company, but you didn't." And now you gotta get a new phone. I'm, I'm, it could happen, but I'm just I'm just bullshit right now. But uh, seriously, check them out. Uh, use discount code Dark Water. That can be lower. That's lowercase. And uh, get yourself some gear saving shit. Uh, other than that, that's it. That's it, guys. Uh, my next guest is Joshua Eldridge, aka Trash Panda from the Paddle and Finn podcast. Good friend of mine. Hadn't talked to him in a while. Uh, 2021 was rough on my bro. Uh, went through some shit, uh, but it's glad to have him back. It was fun to talk to him. This conversation was all over the place. We talked about river fishing, Jackson kayaks, Old Town kayaks, uh, you know, sharing our opinions like they matter. Uh, but whatever, it was cool, dude. It was just cool to talk to my bro again. Uh, like I said, I'm glad he's back. Uh, the Paddle and Finn isn't a good podcast without him. If you, if, if you have, I'm just kidding. Uh, they still got Susie. Uh, sh- she's awesome, too. I'm just kidding. All the guys over the Paddle and Finn are awesome. They're all good friends of mine. Uh, they help they help me a lot with, with my podcast, and so I always love having them on my show. So, but yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I uh, hope you guys crush the week. Let me know how it's going. If you're fishing, you catch a fish, tag me. Uh, if you want to come on the show, message me. But uh, that's all I got to say today. Check out Sticks Fishing. I'm excited about that relationship. But uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Ciao. All right, what's up, Josh? Number two. What's up, Josh? Number one. That's right, number one. Dude, how crazy! I was uh, when we decided we were going to do this. You know, I was thinking like you know, last March, the country just shut down, and uh, you know, because the whole COVID, and, and then all of a sudden we were all getting ready to do this whole uh, madness bracket tournament that we did that took us all the way into like deep summer. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was insane. It wasn't supposed to last that long, but. Um we found it super hard to get everybody on the same page in, in regards to like trying to schedule. I remember when you got frustrated with it and it was totally understandable, man. It's like every time we turned around, it was like, Oh, I can't do that day. I can't do this day. I can't do that time. Can I fish in the morning? Hey, can I fish like two hours offset? And I'm like, good Lord, man. Like, you know, it's just, it got to be a headache. Like it, the whole thought process behind it was pretty cool, but the way it got executed and the way it went down and having, what was it, 14 of us involved with it? Yeah. It took forever. Like, it took forever. Yeah, it <laughs> but, and it didn't help then, too, that uh, Dudu, a.k.a. Uh, our dude Dustin Nichols, he ended up um, like all messed up with work. They did like a changeover or something. So his hours, he was working like re- really crazy hours and – he had, he, I don't even think he barely fished for like almost three weeks to a month. And then he got COVID and yeah, yeah. we tried though. We gave it hell. 
It was fun, though. I mean, I had a blast. Well, it was fun. The, the initial part was fun, like uh, the me and uh, the Milford ba- uh, you know battle and the the shit talking and the I finally like beat his ass like really really bad. And, and then I, I turned around and beat your ass. Yeah, but this one beat your ass. Then I made it to the finals <laughs> and got beat by Susie and Sam Jones. So. <laughs> I made uh, it further than you. So I, don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know if that makes me a better angler than you. It just means that it, I went further than you went in a bracket <laughs> tournament. So. Yeah, do, do what you want with that little piece, that, that, that little nugget, all right? Sometimes losers prosper. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no. What a, I, what, dude, what a I had here, though, right? Yeah, man. It was garbage. Hot garbage. That's what I said last time, man. Yeah, well, this year, I, like, I don't know. Like, I've, been, like, playing, I've been playing at ease. I hadn't even started fishing yet, which, you know, like, like haven't gone down south or anything. I don't even have a boat right now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty miserable now that I think about it. Then I bring it, you know, I don't have a boat. Yeah. It's still cold outside, but it's also this weird phase where, like, uh, the snow starting to melt. You know, like, it's like some days it's like forty degrees, and some night or some days it's like nine. It's just like that weird fluctuation. You're like, okay, we're getting through this. Two, three weeks from now, there's gonna be some open water. I can get back on there, but I'm like, no, you can't. You don't even have a boat right now. And it's just, just like, it's just like, I, I, like, I'm just, I'm so ready. Like, I'm like, I get nauseous just thinking about. Like, I'm ready to go fishing. I, I really am. You just jinxed yourself, dude. So if you learned anything that the month of March usually has one little trick left, usually, and especially because you guys get lake effect snow up there, right? Yeah. 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 So I hope it doesn't dump a foot of snow on you, but dude, I, I sold my kayaks last year. As you know, I went through a divorce this year, man. And, um, when I moved out, I had to get rid of a lot of stuff and, um, it was crazy, dude. It was like I think the last time I fished was October, so it's been a long time. Yeah, and, I would say like um, mid October for me, like that's when hunting season started. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I got rid of the kayaks. Um, my buddy Mike let me borrow his Kusa HD a couple weeks ago, but um, with work and stuff, man, I've been so busy. I think I've got fifty five hours right now at work, and I got to go in tomorrow morning again. So, yeah, but it's been crazy, but. You know, it's about to start up. I'm pretty excited. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you guys got, like, you guys got open water right now. I see, like, uh, Kurt Smith, he's, he fishes in Ohio pretty much year-round. Yeah. I mean, dude, I had the gear, too. I have a dry suit, too. I mean, I'm not Big Bird, but I am basically the cookie monster. I have a blue and black one. So <laughs> you know, It's not that it's, like, like, look, if you get the dry suit, wear it. Protect yourself. Just don't take a picture with a stupid smile and expect that I'm not going to say something. <laughs> when you're wearing a yellow, when you're wearing a yellow outfit and you're and you're and you're, and you're smiling like you're doing something <laughs> special, it's like, what do you want me to do? I wake up, the first thing I see in the morning is Brad Hicks wearing a, a you know a Big Bird outfit. I mean, come on, dude. Like, I know they're safe. I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to tell people not to be safe on the water. Like, I don't want people to freeze to death. But goddamn, I got to make fun of someone who, like, there was like there was like no shame. Like, that's like one of those things you wear. But you don't tell anyone, you know what I mean? It's like you wear it, you do what you got to do. But when you get out of the boat, you take it off. Maybe, maybe, maybe you bring it down to like just half of its, you know, half the bottom half on, and the rest is hanging out. And you got some sick yeah. ass shirt with like skulls or Motley Crue <laughs> or something like that, you know, like something, something cool, you know. But he's like, no, I'm just gonna wear this big bird suit with this crazy looking beanie <laughs> and his goofy Brad Hicks smile. <laughs> he, uh, you know, what's funny about that dry suit is when I ordered it, I was the one that ordered black and yellow. And I picked blue and black for him because he didn't he didn't tell me what color. He's like, whatever, man. And I'm like, all right. And I got it. And I was like, I, I freaking hate this thing, dude. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you're a Pittsburgh fan, right? You want this? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, good, good. 
I mean, like, they're, they're great. I just, there's got to be something cool in that. You know what I mean? Like, come on, there's got to be something cooler. Like, you know, like a wetsuit, like a, like a tight fitting. I mean, great. Like, some people can't wear a tight fitting. I'm a little more jacked than most people. So I can wear, you know, a tight fitting, you know, like wetsuit type thing. I just can't, I can't get into those, uh, like those dry suits. There's got to be some better ones out there. Yeah. Um, is that you got sirens in the background or me? I think it's you. I don't know. It's probably me, dude. Like I live near the fire department and it literally sounds like a, the apocalypse every night. So, um, dude, so when the whole dry suit thing, we got them through Loveland last year and, um, I had some trouble picking them out, man. Cause I'm like, these things are pretty hideous. And it's funny cause a lot of the Ohio guys that we know actually wear them under coats, like, and stuff like that. They might have the pants visible, but for the most part, right. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's brands out there that have something that looks a little bit better, but the NRS stuff really stands out. I think they do it on purpose too, to be visible. It's kind right. of the whole, the meaning behind it. Cause I mean, I, some of them have reflective tape on them. <laughs> like <laughs> it's kind of funny, but well, I'm know, laughing. It, it's Ju- it's, it, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, no, Justin, his buddy, his buddy, Justin's got the green one. So they're the calling green him, one, uh, the grouch. Yeah. <laughs> The grouch, and I was like, if I go with them one of these days, they're gonna have the whole Sesame Street cast out there. Well, it's 2021. You know, it's like we live in the age of where like your whole life is online. People see you, like, 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 like rule number one. And I, and I tried my hardest, you know, to to preach just to Brad Hicks. I said, yeah, like, dude, like, just if you follow this rule, you'll never go wrong in life. No matter what, no matter what happens to you, always look cool. <laughs> always, right. you know, no matter what. If you're lost, look cool. If you, you know, you whatever like whatever like bad that you're going through in life look cool and he's just he does not understand that concept he puts on that big bird suit and he smiles away and uh, just i don't know look cool like so create an outfit that that looks cool that when i post on instagram there's not another you know hessian josh smith somewhere waiting in the in, in like the, you know in the pits of like to, to jump on me for wearing an out you know what i mean you, just, you can't do that yeah. these days and age the, that's the thing about Brad. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He no, he, even, he loves it. Dude. <laughs> He's like somebody's talking about me. <laughs> so yeah. Well, shit. Are you? Uh, you decide what you're gonna get. I know we talked about it before. Like, you're, you're you're one of those Kilroy guys. Like I, right? Is that what yeah, you're dude. Get? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do the Kilroy HD again this year, and uh, hopefully, eventually, pick up another uh, big rig FD. Um, I'm going to pedal drive. I love that Kilroy HD for the river, man. It's great. It's a fast boat. Um, it's super stable. It's like 36 inches wide. And then being a fact that you're standing basically on the water as a, you know, somewhat uh, slightly submerged where your feet are level, you know, underneath the water level, it makes even more stable than like probably the Coos HD was because the Coos HD is what I had in the river before. And that boat was awesome. It's really, really maneuverable. Um, the one gripe that I had about it was that it got moved by wind real easy, but in a river that usually doesn't make too much of a difference. Sometimes it does if it gets high enough, but the HD is bad because I like it. It's badass because I can put Zachary in it with me and Colin and I can put a second seat in there and take the kids out in it. Yeah. Like (laughs) the thing I have about like, like, I, I could imagine doing like a river float or whatever without pedals like you know what i mean like like, like this i'm like, i don't know how you guys fish rivers but like the river i have here it's probably nothing like your river um i don't know if you guys just like pull off to the side and just fish you know the the seams or whatever i don't know how you guys do it but it just it just feels like it's like a an awkward way to fish you know without pedals like going back up you know because 
I don't know. How, I don't know how you guys plan your trips, but I mean, just like getting back and forth and and staying on the spot and you know, graphing and all the different things that you can do. Depending, like, great. Like, I, I fish deeper, probably deeper rivers than what you fish. Um, you know, yeah. like my rivers here, they're all uh, rivers that lead into the Great Lake, so they're coming from all over the state, and they're just just big, massive amounts of water. Uh, and not not necessarily moving that fast either, but like they're. But, you know, they're, they're big. They're, they're almost they're big bodies, a big, oh no, they're big, pretty big rivers compared to like the, the little skinny waters that a lot of people fish. Now, granted, it's not like the Mississippi River or some shit like that, but it's just, right. it's just a lot, there's a lot of water moving through those things. And, uh, you know, I just couldn't imagine doing like even the ones here I, I fish. It's just like, maybe this would suck, you know, we wouldn't move it and not having, uh, you know, pedals, like just, you know, just trying to do all the things that you want to do. Yeah. With, um, with our rivers, they, <clears throat> the rivers that we, like Brad and I fish here locally, are would be probably considered like creeks in some places you know um they're pretty small <clears throat> the great miami is the bigger one locally and it's still really not that big it winds out because it starts at indian lake kind of up in like like a farming area and it makes its way down and when it makes its way through some of the more populated areas it tends to widen out um just from industrial like sites and that sort of thing and then some feeder creeks and then they'll get skinnier again and then it'll widen out and get skinnier again and uh <clears throat> it's been kind of crazy because the past few years some of the more urban areas have been some of our better fishing areas um because i think they were sort of untouched for a long time and the pressure's not as great and so they can be a little bit easier to fish sometimes because you can get next to a seam and not be, you know, manipulated by the current. So you could kind of sit still, or you might actually be kind of flowing back upstream, you know, with the, with the eddy or something like that. But there's plenty of shallow areas. Like when you and I fished against each other, I was fishing the great Miami river and I was sitting in like a foot of water with my foot out the boat half the time, just holding myself in position. And I was fishing a big eddy, which is like 20 feet deep in the center of it. But it yeah. circles around in the, uh, in the area around that central like 20 foot deep hole it's maybe like 10 feet you know it's like and the area that i was fishing was like a spawning area so they were getting ready to either i can't remember if they were done spawning or not at that time i can't remember what time of year it was it had to be but, close because mine, mine were spawning when we went against each other so yeah so they might have been in the tail end of it or just um they were in it but that that area that they usually kind of spawn in was fairly low because i don't think it rained very much last spring so we didn't have the river blow out like we normally do in the spring so um i mean there's times though man like it's you get in a current seam and you swing out of it and try to catch a rock with the foot and hold on and fish it but right. for the most part the ma mainly we try to get out of that current line and fish right next to it and anchor up or whatever so it's um i mean i've i've wanted to try a pedal drive out in the um in our rivers around here it's just a lot of the places that i fish tend to be really shallow and i have kind of a fear of trashing a drive unit out there so right well i mean isn't that kind of what, like the um the original like uh the kuso was kind of meant to be it was kind of like a, a small like skinny water type vessel yeah yeah what, what, what makes you want to pick the uh the sit in instead of the uh well i guess you, you said earlier kind of like i guess the stability but uh, i don't know i had a kusa let me ask you this are, are the kusas different like uh you know between the fd the hd because like i don't know 
like when I when I when I end up losing like a seat, like my, I broke my my uh, my Kusage or whatever FTC, mm-hmm. and uh, I ordered a new one. They sent me another Kusa seat that didn't fit, and I tried to do a little bit of research. I was like, why does that doesn't make any sense? Like, how many Kusas are there? Um, but I guess there's a lot, like whatever. But uh, you know, like the Kusa that I had didn't like like well, I don't know why it was considered a riverboat because it, it seemed like it was just like a, a like an like an old town almost like a, you know like a, like a 120 or something like that. Like it's like it seemed like the most like almost identical boat. I didn't really know what made it a a riverboat. I mean, granted, it, it's it sucked on the big water because it was so small and not as you know that's kind of where you want like a big rig or something. But I really didn't know what made it like a river boat. Yeah, you had it. Are you talking about you having the the FD version? Yeah, yeah. So Jackson has three variations to the Kusa: the original Kusa, the Kusa HD, and a Kusa FD. The Kusa FD, I I wouldn't really classify it as a good riverboat by any means it's better in open water it's a heavy boat because it's a pedal drive but then that thing is actually um a little hard to maneuver in my opinion it's hard to paddle that boat um i can paddle the big rig fd better than i can the other one i think that just has to do with the hull design the hull design actually of the fd version what you had versus like what the kusa hd was which was a kind of just the beef beefed up model after the original kusa that was a riverboat and that was drew gregory's signature and i think they just kind of held on to the name and put the okay. you know the the foot the pet, foot drive or whatever you want to call it and um but i i think i took it yeah i took the um kusa fd to dale hollow uh the year before last year and i liked it was okay it was good it was it's a decently quick boat but I had the old drive in it with the three blade prop, so it was much slower than what it could actually do. I didn't mind it though, but I mean, really, I think that the Coos FD is more relatable to what the Big Rig FD is. I don't think I, I wouldn't be a fan of putting the uh, Coos FD in the river unless it's something that you're talking about where you've got deep, slower mover, moving rivers, that sort of thing. But in a kind of a quick quick water situation i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend it i i, I like paddling the rivers so that's kind yeah, of what i started like, out doing like your river kind of sounds similar to like what the i guess the susky is like i, like I was sitting there thinking about like the susky because i was gonna go i was gonna go down there and fish it this year for the hobie event but i, I kind of decided i want to fish it because i don't know how to fish that kind of water i'm not going to spend uh 260 bucks to learn how to fish a new a new style of water but uh same thing it's like just kind of like there are a few deep areas, but a lot of shallow water. And like, a lot of times it's like, like you're, you're, you're going to spend a lot of your time dragging your kayak uh, yeah. more than you would be like pedaling and then constantly having to, you know, switch that, you know, back and forth. It just doesn't really seem like it'd be worth it either. I mean, it's like, I, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, I still understand the whole sit in thing, um, but, uh, you know, to reach their own. <laughs> I mean, great, that, that, like, yeah, that's for the kids and stuff. I see, I definitely see where that's like an advantage because, I mean, safe, safety wise. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you though, the so the original there's two versions of the Kilroy. They don't I don't even think that they make <clears throat> the regular Kilroy anymore. And that was more of a sit inside where it was a little bit more like you're actually down in it. Um right. the Kilroy HD though is more of a sit on top with the body of a sit inside kayak. That's right. I mean, I That's sit right. I sit probably higher in that boat than I did in the Kusa HD when I had that. So Right. It's um, I forgot they, they upgraded they they, uh, they remodeled it because they, they had they had one um Justin Hosner I think they gave a, they were supposed to give away one 
and it, it looked a lot different than the uh, than like the one that I'm thinking of. So I, th- I think yeah. I, yeah, I think I, I miss thinking like what the uh, the Kilroy is now. Yeah, it's much bigger. I mean, the thing is like 13 feet long. It's 36 inches wide. It's not. It's not a kayak that you throw up on the shoulder and walk down the river. Like it's not. It's pretty right. heavy. So. Well, that's Jackson's thing. That's that's one of the reasons why like I I, I switched from Jackson to Old Town, because um, I, I, I like I knew I needed to get out of like the uh, the Kusa just you know, after I flipped it that one time, and and just the uh, j- just the, the pain in the ass it is to move a Jackson kayak. I don't know why Jackson feels the need to make their kayaks um, heavy, but they are. I mean, they they are they're just heavier than the, than the other kayaks that I've messed around with. But uh, that was that was like, the one that was one of the uh, deciding factors. I know I needed a bigger boat. But the uh, the big rig was heavy as shit. Like I mean, it's a heavy boat. No, no, it's a good boat, and and it moves it moves pretty good for a, a big boat. But it's heavy. Um, yeah. and what I found when we I went with Old Town, the Big Water, which is you know another like thirteen you know thirteen foot boat, was that it was like considerably lighter, and the ability to uh, to remove like the uh, the pedal drive and things like that were a lot easier. Um, and so that was like one of the big reasons. I just don't, I don't know why Jackson makes their kayaks like so, like, I mean, like, like, lighting lighter just seems like it'd be like a, a better way to go. Cause I mean, we're all getting older and trying to put this kayak on top of like the person who's buying my kayak, they're like, you know, like she, uh, I asked, like, what do you have like to move it? She's like, oh, I have my whatever, a Ford Focus or some shit like that. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, that's gonna be a pain in the ass to get your, uh, get yeah. that kayak up on top of that. It's heavy. Yeah. It's not like you're, cause she had another kayak before, but you could pick up and just put on there. You can't do this with a, uh, with a Jackson kayak. They make them so heavy. I don't know if it's because yeah. of the, the mold or what, but they're just heavy kayak or heavy boats. Well, and those series, man, they're really built for stability. So there's a lot of plastic, um, the lot and, and if I remember correctly, yeah, the Kusa the FD series have aluminum gear tracks. That drive is super heavy. Um, super heavy. And you know, and the seats are too. Like it's it is what it is. I mean, Hobie makes a really heavy boat too. You know, the pro anglers are not light. I've watched some guys fish them in the river, and a few of my friends have them. And one of them has a pro angler 12 dude. And he's, he always complains about how bad that thing is to get out of the water and get back up in this truck, you know? And that's why you see so many of these guys with pedal drives are tournament guys. They just eventually say, screw it, dude, this is, it's too much strain. It takes too much time. And I'm just going to buy a trailer and launch this thing like a boat. I mean, that's what I did. I had a trailer from, previous when i bought my kusa hd and i bought the x a um cruise 10 and her boat i could pick up like and carry that thing um no problem by myself but it is uh it's it was like a little kind of like a little wide recreational kind of kayak um it was stable enough for her to stand in but it was only like 10 feet long so wasn't something it was a it was a good little river kayak so but I had bought the Malone trailer and I had it on two, you know, I had two sets of J cradles and it had the risers. And I was like, well, I've got this big rig FD and I kind of tore the trailer apart and put some PVC bunks on it and did the same thing. Cause those pedal drives are just so heavy, man. Like any of them are really, I mean, even, even old town, I mean, that's uh, on the heavier side. It may not be as heavy as some of them, Right. But I, you know, maybe it's the density of the plastic. I have really no idea, like what's yeah. what puts that much weight versus, you know, you're saying you got a, the big water. You know, that's a big, 
fairly big kayak, you know. So no, it, 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 it's definitely bigger than the one I was in, um, which I need. I need a bigger kayak because you know I, I fish bigger waters. I fish you know the big lakes uh, and stuff up here. And like like I said, after I flipped my kayak that once, I'm like, okay, I can't mess around with this anymore. Like I I knew I needed a big rig when I you know after like I like the first year I had the Kusa, I knew I needed like something like a big rig. I'm like like it's just. I mean, I'm not saying. You, I mean, obviously, I got I got around pretty good in the Kusa, but it was just like. It just wasn't. It, it didn't maneuver right, and then when the, when the when the water got rough, it was just like it was very sketchy. You know, you had to like really focus on what you were doing. Um, and so I knew I knew something bigger, but I you know I picked the. Uh, I think the biggest reason was like the ability to take out the drive, the pedal drive, and like the uh, the uh, the old town just seemed a lot easier than what it was. Because we, we, I tell you, like, I, I did like the uh, the concept behind like the, the Jackson pedal drive, like that. You know, especially you know when you're when you're moving and it hits something and it comes up, yeah. the way it came up was just like, oh, that's that's, that's clutch. Uh, but just like like taking it out, taking it in, I mean, it's just it was a lot of work to uh, to move that thing in and out. And lots of times I just didn't bother with it. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't know. I mean, see, I, both kayaks were good. I just it was just like like little subtle differences. I think like when, when you start doing this sport long enough, like there's like just little subtle things that you want, and uh, you know just. I was running out of things that I, that I liked about Jackson, and so I had to like kind of like go out. And I mean, like it wasn't like I just, just fell into an old town. Like I looked at the Hobies first, you know. What I mean, I was like, uh, yeah, I was I was very close to pulling the trigger on a uh, you know the 360. Um, and then I realized, like, dude, you're not balling, dude. You can't just go out there and buy a new Hobie. And, and, and sure, it's, you can. Like, nah, dude. Like, <laughs> I, like I was very close. I was talking to a uh, you know the the one of the the uh, outlets at whatever the stores out here that, that that has them. And I was like, he had me sold on a uh, a demo. It was probably about a, you know you know like five eight hundred dollars cheaper. I'm like, all right, I'm getting this, I'm getting this, I'm getting this, and I'm like, stop, like like, like it's gonna take you forever to pay that thing off. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just I just ended up in the old town. It was just uh, it was it was a little bit lighter. Uh, I think that the uh, the big water is a lot like the Predator, and it moves really really well for a big boat. And I think that's another, yeah. another thing I had a problem with Jackson. I know I, I heard the big wig the big rig moves pretty good, but like I've heard like the Predator is like a, like it's unbelievable how fast that boat moves for a a big boat. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll see Jackson make some improvements in regards to the design of the, the drive system to make it more smooth and make it more reliable. Um, I did buy one of the things that I did when I had mine, cause I had an older one that I bought from a buddy of mine and he, um, it had the original rudder system in it, not even the, the upgraded one, the orange one. So right. I bought a boondocks one, which was like severely overpriced, but, Dude, it was a night and day difference how easier I could turn. Like the thing that I kept noticing on the old, the old, old rudder system was you had to keep, get a little bit of speed to keep, you know, get going and then make your turn. You couldn't like pedal into the turn immediately. It wouldn't right. turn. And as soon as I upgraded that rudder, it, it would go, you know, if I cranked it left and I started pedaling, I started moving left. Yeah. Uh, the old big rig rudder didn't do that at all. So. I mean, I mean, like, uh, I, mean, I, I stuck with that. Uh, you know, I had that kayak for almost three years, and each year, because my uh, the, the it, it kept breaking on me, I would get the new one. Because that's yeah. one thing that, that Jackson's really good about, like their customer service. Like they're they're pretty on point, and if something goes wrong, they'll replace it. The, and they, they did. Like I I have two 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 uh, other pedal drives in my garage that haven't been in a boat in a while. That uh, that Russell Johnson wants you know wants to, to buy. But it's still, it's yeah. just like, you know, like each one was different, you know, whether it was the rudders that were different or whatever. And the last one I finally got was like, all right, this is a lot better than the, the first two. So they, they've always been trying to like kind of improve those, 
you know, yeah. improve that thing. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a work in progress and maybe they got it right. I mean, like I said, I didn't really have much problems with it. Like, except for what you're talking about, like the, uh, you kind of had to get it going to really get like the, the good, like maneuverability out of it. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, they're kayaks. I, kinda, I mean, like it's a, you got to figure out what, yeah. what you like, what you want out of one. Um, and I've never really been big on sticking to a brand because neither like not, neither one of the brands really give a shit about me. Like it's not they they really they pay my bills or they sponsor me anything like that. So it's kind of <laughs> like I really had that that flexibility because I haven't like stuck my flag up and said I'm a Jackson guy or I'm an Old Town guy. I can kind of mess around and find out like the things I like about certain kayaks and um you know it's just it's, like, it's just little subtle differences. It's not even, like big like the things I don't like the, or the things I like about uh, Old Town or like not even Old Town like just the Old Town big water you know like doesn't make the jackson kayak big because a lot of guys who love the jackson kayaks who love the uh do a lot of guys who swear by that big rig um you know the stability of it the, the you know the ability to stand and fish for, you know from a, a really good stable platform i mean it's just really getting out there and like, trying to figure out like what kind of angle you are like what do you want to do you know what things are important to you and you know and things like that yeah i mean it's the biggest thing you and i had a discussion about this like the more you get involved in doing the podcast and you getting into the community and kind of engaging on the social media aspect is, and you join all these groups and you always see, Hey, what do you guys recommend for a guy who's six two, two fifty, whatever, you know, and there's a ton of kayaks out there and every one of those pedal drive kayaks is built with stability in mind usually, you know, and they can take a good amount of weight, you know, as far as their weight capacities. And it's, it's like, I don't know what to tell you, dude, because I have no idea what you're going to like, what you're looking for specifically. Yeah. I mean, overall, in a general thing, like, yeah, probably any of these kayaks are going, you're going to like at first. It's the, when you get more involved in the fishing aspect of it and you sit down and you spend some time in these kayaks, you might find the nuances that you don't necessarily like, you know, and then there might be some stuff that you like. So, I always recommend anybody. I, I I'm not one to be like, oh yeah, you need to get a Jackson Kusa HD. I always tell them go demo, man. What base it off what you can afford, you know, like right. get in. Water as, do you fish a lot out of? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you if you're gonna fish lakes, rivers, you fish rivers, you know, it's stuff you got to think about. I think the biggest like thing that I've noticed when I was fishing, like I really love the uh, my my Kusa. I really love it the first year, and then like halfway through the second year, I'm like the storage space was it's not horrible but there wasn't like the kind of storage space i want like especially when you look at like some, another boat that has a different setup you're like i like that that setup i mean i mean like the way of like look it's just a kayak like the fish from like it's not like that had like it's not that i like fishing out of akusa more than i like fishing out of this one or you know I mean, like whatever i can fish out of you know it's the other things you know whether it's the, you know the turning knob uh you know yeah. the, the turn the, the rudder or, or the uh you know, how I can storage tackle, where I can storage tackle is in a place that's, you know, maybe I just want to be able to reach somewhere and grab something. Maybe I don't want to, you know, like all these things that you think about that, you know, that I think that I, that I find out were a little bit more important to me than um, whatever. Like, the, like I, can, I can stand up on any of these kayaks and, and catch yeah. lure from it. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can get from point A to point B in any one of them. It's just those little subtle differences of like the space, the, uh, to be able to turn and maybe, you know, I like to fish the flats, you know, and like, I like to be able to, I like to be able to turn fast, you know, or whatever it is I like to do. That's the stuff that's going to take a while to figure out. Like, like if someone's asked me like what kind to get, I'm like, well, get, just get whatever one you can, but cause it's not going to be the one you want until, you know, like months and months or maybe even a year of fishing that you'd realize this is what's important to me. And 
this is what this one has because they're not they're not like not all kayaks are the same um right you know, e- even kayaks within the same brand like like they're a little bit different uh you know as far as like the storage the, you know the space the amount of space you have the uh you know whatever the the, 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 all the systems and little gadgets on it, you know, like one of the things I love about the old town that I'm getting is it has the transducer thing already, you know, yeah. whatever for it. You know, Jackson didn't have that, and now that I'm getting in, into all, the, I'm becoming an electronic nerd. That's a little, that's a little important to me because I don't like having to, to, to go to, to Yak Attack and get the new mount or whatever it is I got to do. It's, it's just things like that that kind of like you're never gonna know until after you really get into the sport. Right, right, and it's it's cool to see like each each company's got their own kind of little nuances with the boats that they make improvements on. Like, you know, Hobie's got that same type of like transducer and they have a way that, you know, it can deploy a little further down for your side scan. That, right. Like um, Jackson has a scupper hole that is built for that, but it's, it only works with down imaging. It doesn't work very well with side imaging. Right. So it'd be cool to see Jackson come up with uh, <clears throat> a new system to where you can have that inside because that, I did the same thing. I have, you know, the switchblade, you know, arm from Yak Attack. And I had the aluminum one before that, and I couldn't stand that thing. It just moved all the time. I'd have to tighten it down, and then it's get loose again and tighten it down. And then I was like, all right, the switchblade seems like a better option. It is. It works better, but I still have to, you know, pull it up out of the way and fold it over on the side. It's just – it's kind of obnoxious. You know, it's, right. it's pretty – cool to see the companies like old town and Hobie recognize that and build, you know, a mechanism that's able to, you know, work with anglers like that. And they don't have to mess around with that stuff. So. Well, Jackson has been kind of like stalling like the last two years, haven't they, as far as like putting out something. Um, Cause, like, Cause I was asking, I was asking Justin, cause I was, you know, trying to decide what I wanted to do this year about a kayak. I was like, dude, what, what's Jackson's changing? You know, cause I was looking at getting a big rig possibly. He's like, they're not changing anything this year but he said like the next year it should should be like something different i'm really curious like what jackson because there's only so much they can do like you know like like, what are they gonna do are they gonna put the transducer mount on there are they gonna put the uh whatever are they they finally getting rid of that weird e-drive and gonna go with like a spot lock thing type setup and who knows what jackson i mean jackson's kind of just haven't really i don't know if it's because the whole covid thing they just haven't really done much this or whatever for this season like going into it like not not compared like not, not like when you compare it to like what uh all the new things that's like uh new canoes doing and, and uh old town doing and hobie's doing like like it's like the last two years with those three companies it's just been like phenomenal like shit like yeah. you know just 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 cutting edge stuff and i'm, I'm, I'm curious like what jack i know jack's not just being lazy i know obviously they're yeah. they're a big company and they're, they're coming up with something i don't know if they just ran out of ideas or if they're just testing to see what the market was going to do or or maybe COVID just came in and stole everyone's thunder or whatever i don't know but, right uh, yeah I'm, I'm really curious like what's going to be next i mean i know they tried like you know they came out with that e-drive which i thought was kind of unique for because i thought they were kind of the first ones to really come up with their own like motor like not having to go outside and buy like a torpedo or you know a motor guy like it was like something that was like within the jackson thing kind of like how right. uh, Old Town's able like their their motor like their uh, spot lock and everything. So uh, you know they're always like there's people over there like like with the gears turning. I'm just curious like I wonder what they're gonna do next because they, they got to do something because everyone else is doing something. Right. Well, you know like Old Town's been partnered up with Minkota for a long time actually because right. that was the first kayak I ever saw with a motor in it, and that was that when I first started, you know, six seven years ago, getting into the whole kayak scene. Um, they were right. making the. Uh, 
I remember seeing it like uh, Cabela's or Bass Pro. They had the uh, Predator Minn Kota version. And um, I think what what kind of happened with Jackson was they released that foot drive. Um, they had a ton of problems with it, obviously. And it's well known throughout the industry. And what instead of probably being able to progress forward, they ended up having to fall back and fix that first. But one of the things that I think that Jackson stands kind of above a lot of the other companies, which makes them unique, is they have so many models and they're also in the whitewater game and a recreation and touring game. And, you know, I mean, you go on their site, dude, and it's just models after models of kayaks. And, right. you know, they, they, they seem to be more into building a new kayak as opposed to I don't want to say they don't improve. They do make improvements. I just don't see them as, as drastic as, as what, but I mean, if you think about it though, it was just a big rig and then they put the pedal drive and they made a big rig HD FD where you could remove the pod, you know, and put it the FD right. drive and that sort of thing. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's like you said, you know, they're probably working on something. I know, I know that when you see these new features that come out on these kayaks, it takes years, years of R&D a lot of times. Like the Hobie 360 drive, that's probably been in the making for years. Like, for, you know, the, and that Hobie drive I know took a long time to develop, you know. Right. And, and yeah, you've seen it. They have went from the regular standard. They had a 180, and then they added kick-up fins and that sort of thing. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that Jackson's got some stuff up their sleeve, and they're, they're working on some new stuff, and we'll see. What do you think is gonna be like the next thing for kayaks? I asked someone about that. Like, you know, they, they've already, they're already, everyone's going crazy about motors. You know, uh, new canoe. They got the thing with motor guide. Uh, you know, old town's doing what old town's doing. I don't know. Hobie's just gonna keep improving the three sixty. I mean, eventually that thing's just gonna fly. Um, but you know, I, I wonder like what like the new thing like what what we're gonna do, you know, for kayaks. Because I mean, like, even even like uh, you know Jackson, they, they they or whoever they came out with the uh, the with the blue sky the. Uh, the yeah. sky, what is the thing? What are that the pontoon yeah. boat? Yeah, you're right. The blue sky, the, the blue sky, you know, like, yeah, that was that was a, that was an idea. But I wonder like what they're really going to focus on now. And I, my 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 opinion is I think it's going to go more towards electronics uh, in the future, um, and maybe the, the, the electronics and maybe you know the battery, like the, those kind of setups that are going to come with, like kind of with the kayak because what everyone right now is if they're like a fish finder, like a single one, it's just not enough. I was watching like, uh, I think it was Casey Reed and Cody Milton. They both had like two or three different monitors on their boat. Like, you know what I mean? Like right there in front of them, one that was just, that was strictly just for side view, the other one for like down view and whatever. It's just like, that's kind of where I see it. Like, and, and when I look at that, like, well, that's going to have to maybe increase size of the boat, uh, storage of the boat possibly. Cause now you're looking for a place that's going to be specifically built for, uh, you know, battery, you know, the, the, the most efficient way to storage batteries and, or power and things like that. So I wanted like maybe something like that's probably going to be like the next big thing is building kayaks that are that are already built f to have like those kind of setups. on. Because Right now, everyone's just kind of using like their ingenuity and like just putting things together and figuring out how to, to make it work. But uh, you know, eventually I imagine that a kayak is going to be specifically built like for like that kind of, uh, you know, the, the kind of stuff that people want to do now because a lot of stuff is going towards the offshore fishing now uh, a lot right. a lot of people are getting into it a lot of people that's why the spot lock and that's why you know new, new canoe is doing so well because they have the ability to, to put like that to stay in those locations and allow people to actually 
you know, the fish that way. And I, I think that's just kind of kind of like where kayaks will eventually go to. Yeah, I mean, you see kind of the game with solo skiffs, right? I mean, it's just like a, a, a hybrid of a boat and a kayak in a sense. And it's right. a little bit bigger. Those things are sweet looking, man. I'd love to have one of those, like just in general, because it, it's like you can almost walk all over that entire thing. You walk to the back if you want, to the front. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how much crazier you could get besides like stuff like Jackson and Blue, uh, Blue Sky making that, that pontoon, you know, kind of style. But I think, and you kind of saw some I dabble in this, and it was with the Ascend when they partnered up with Yak Power and they had it all wired up already. And it was just basically plug and play. And I'd like to see some more of that. It gets to be right. not frustrating, but a little tedious if you are in the kayaks and you're switching kayaks or something like that. And you're like, oh man, now I got to just, I got to move everything around. And that's, you know, that's what and, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That was one, that's one thing that I have. Like, People love it. They love to rig their new kayak, whatever they call it. Like yeah. you got to get in there and do it. Like, I hate that. I hate, <laughs> you know, like when I had to like, you know, you got to like start drilling through your kayak again. You got to start, you know, rigging it, you know, just get it all down and get it ready, you know, get the way you want it. And I'm like, no, I want a kayak to come to me ready for all that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I don't yeah. want to buy tons of stuff from Yak Attack. I don't want to buy, you know, whatever batteries from uh, Dakota or Amp or whatever. I want, and I don't want to figure out ways to do it. I want to buy a kayak that, that that's built that, that's almost perfect. You know what I mean? I don't want. To, right. and, and, and I, it seems like that's what a lot of like you know when you look at all the other like industries, whether it be like trucks and cars and whatever. That's kind of what you want in those two. You want to already have the bells and whistles. I don't want to, have to put those things in there. Um, it's just it's, it's, like, I know a lot of guys enjoy it. You know, they love to go out there and customize their uh, their kayaks. I, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, I want I want it to be like when I get it, I want to be able to hit play and go you know that's, okay, maybe that's that maybe that's what we could see in the future is like um like certain packages like just like you're talking about with the truck you got different trims and you could be like all right these are the options i want and that boat comes set and ready to go you know um right maybe that's something you would possibly see um and in a way you are kind of seeing the kayak industry start moving in that direction because yeah you know, there's, uh, if it's, I think it's, um, new canoe, you know, you have the option to just get one that's paddle, you get one that's a uh, pedal drive, or it's got the motor already in it, you know, that sort of thing. And so, <clears throat> and it's not really actually that new dude, when you think about it, because you know, the company feel free was one of the first companies that I seen that had the ability in their kayak straight, straight up, Right away, I mean, when me and my buddy got involved in this, he had a feel free and he was able to put, he had a pod that was removable and he could have, already, you know, and this is seven years ago, he could have put a foot drive in it. And then also they built a small motor that popped in there too. And then he was motorized at that point. So, you know, maybe we'll start seeing more of that across the board, like a bunch of different options. I mean, oh, you got it with Old Town now. So, yeah. You might see Jackson start. I mean, Jackson's doing it with the E drive, but maybe what we'll just see is improvements upon those platforms, you know, like improving the E drive or, you know, oh, who knows, man. It, the whole thing with the, you were mentioning fish finders and that sort of thing. Dude, that's it. I, I, I envy those guys that are rolling around with two of them because I have 
shitty eyesight, right? So like right. my inch screen, dude, I'm sitting there trying to look at side view and I'm like, ah, what the hell is that? Is that a water spot or is that a rock? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so like my buddy, my Brandon, he's got two nines, I think in his kayak now. And it's, um, I, it's, you obviously see it's super beneficial to be able to have a bigger display on, you know, each, each, whether it's down vision and side view and, you know, what, if you've got a map or what, but I don't know, maybe we'll start seeing like 20 inch, you know, 25 inch screens on them sooner or later. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like you, you but you gotta have the setup. Like right now, like what I'm seeing, like it's, 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 it's it just works. You know what I mean? Like, the, but you know, like it, it could be better. Like, like to have to be able to have a setup. Like right now, like even with just my, my, uh, oh, I, got, I got a seven inch or nine inch. I'm gonna have a nine. I, whatever. I have what I have. But like I, I gotta be careful. I gotta make sure that that I make that I know where it's at. You know, it's it can be in the way sometimes. Oh, um, yeah. you know, like you like it could take a it could take a uh, you know a half ounce you know weight to it at some at some time. I mean, just whatever. And, and like I was thinking, like you know, imagine like if a, you had a kayak that was built not built around it, but built that had something built into it where those things that, that was meant for. It. Like it's not just a you know a railing system and you just put it where you want to put it, but like yeah. you know a setup you know, for it, you know, I mean, just things like that, that I just see like, cause I mean, like, right now, like these guys with these two or three screens, I'm like, I don't even know how they do it. I'm like, you know, it's, just, it's like, Jesus. Like, I mean, like the, 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 uh, the root, like the space, the, uh, I mean, you only got like two, maybe four tracks up there in the front, depending on you know, what model you have, you know, what, what, uh, what boat you have. And then, you know, whether you got, you know, like a lot of these guys, they can never, they, they can't do pedal drives anymore because that's where their screens and stuff are now. Um, and maybe that's why a lot of guys left uh, left the pedal drive and went to the new canoes because the new canoe kind of gives you that ability, right? You know, to, to, to do those like little custom things that a lot of those guys are doing. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I, I haven't played. I even like bothered with it. Like I'm still. I'm like a generation or two behind. Like I'm still just. I got my little screen. Like that. That'll do for now. <laughs> I'm not ready to put the pin optics on there. You know. Let me let me get good at this stuff and then I'll start. You know, messing around with the big guy stuff because I mean that's just that's just a whole world I'm not ready for. Yeah, I think one of the you touched on this just a second ago, but I'd like to see some better mounting options also for like fish That's finders. Yeah, I mean. the, the mounting yeah, options. The, uh... it, yeah, it's there. It's real shaky and wobbly, and you know. Um, that's one thing we've been talking with John at Yak Gadget. I've been like, hey, John, you should try building a fish finder mount that's stable, man. I was like, you know, and even with the the Yak Attack lock and load system, you know. I, it still wobbles, man. It's still got play in it. And I think part of that also has to do with the way these mounting rails are put in, you know, it's usually just four little screws or even maybe one or two. And it's just like, you got to think you're putting a piece of little metal gear track into plastic and then you're attaching a pretty heavy piece of electronics to it. It's going to yeah. flex and it's probably going to flex those those screws and those bolts that are holding those gear tracks to the plastic. I mean, it's plastic for God's sake. And this is the mix like the, like the different, like, you know, from the, you know, like the air temp going from cool to hot to cool to hot, yeah. you know, you know, change, you know change, and it just, I don't know. I, I always worry about it. Um, and I, I just think there could be something better. And that's what I was thinking about. Well, you know, the future, you know, in future kayaks, you'll see like just things in there that are, that are built better and specifically for like your fish finders yeah. or, you know, a place to store your batteries, uh, you know, because right now people are, like are storing their batteries wherever. I think you know, like the guys in the new canoe, they usually keep them under their seats. Uh, you know, whatever. Like, I know like the batteries are good, and a lot of them are like really good waterproof. But you know, like we all want things to be like just 
more efficient. I just see it becoming like I, I would like to see things become like a little bit more efficient for like the the, the, the like the where, where we can place the monitors or mount the monitors, where the batteries can go, uh, and things like that. Because I know at the Jackson, you got to be pretty creative, like what you want to do with the uh, the batteries. Um, you know, like whatever. Like I, you know, I had to like drill a few, you know, a few different ways to get the you know, like get the uh, transistor cables and the uh, the power cables. And I had to I had to drill through one thing and drill through that little plate in the front hole to go yeah. through there. Just all all these little things. It's like it'd be easier if there was already something in place. You know that where I didn't have to go do all this drilling, where I didn't have to do all this figuring out. You, you already had it figured out for me because we know that the future of the sport is a lot more. I, I see a lot more like like there's gonna be a lot more electronics. Like people want the uh, the, the pan optics. They want the uh, the ability to have bigger screens that have different things to offer. And that, that's where the sport's going, I think. Especially yeah. with like the, where the motors are now, I think the electronics are gonna catch up with it. Yeah, and you're. I think you're starting to see some of that. Um, I know Jackson in the big rig has some through the whole wiring spots where they didn't before. And that was something I think that was new on last year's model. Um, and yeah, I think it, what what's going to end up happening is just the more popularity that is, you know, gain in the industry, especially with the fishing industry, that there will be more and more of these little things that will be improved upon in the boat, like the through the wall hiring wiring kits, hopefully maybe like we were talking about an area to, to map those fish finders and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's as long as those companies are still willing to always talk to their anglers or their pro staffs and that sort of thing, you'll see that keep happening. It's, I mean, if you just think about it, where it was at, you know, 10 years ago versus where it is now, it's completely different. So. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I think we talked a lot about that. What about, uh, the paddle and fin? I know you guys got the, uh, the uh, trail series coming up, the uh, paddle with the paddle and fin uh, battle at Clash of the Clubs, I think is what it's called. Or Cla- yeah. Oh well, it's we got a trail series, and the first one's going to be at Dale Hollow. And let me uh, bring up, let me bring up some information. If I remember correctly, it's uh, the weekend of April nineteenth, and um, it is the nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty-first. If I remember correctly, but you got two, so there's I think actually you got, you got two of it in April, right? Two. I think it's April eleventh and nineteenth, maybe. Yeah, let me uh, bring it up real quick. Sorry, it's there's. I've been looking at that thing so crazy, dude. Like I've been um looking at the whole thing as a whole, trying to figure out what I, what I can make and where I can be um, to help kind of not run it, but you know what I mean. Help with the the video stuff, but um. The Dale Hollow Open is going to be, in a sense, two events. It's going to be a open, which is Friday and Saturday, and then there's going to be something called the Clash of Clubs, which is the 21st, and that's where we have um, the top three from any of the grassroots uh, kayak fishing, you know, clubs that are out there across the nation. So yeah, or no, I'm sorry, not. 19th all right april 9th and 10th is the open event that's just the individual ones the individual tournament and then on the 11th is the clash of clubs so when we see a grassroots clubs we're not talking like like a hobie team or like a old town we want like you know the grassroots clubs like you know like in ohio we have ckf uh bkft in um that sort of BKFT. I think that's right. Um, anyways, that's what we're looking for in a sense. We don't want like, you know, the, the, like 
company teams in a sense. We want to get those clubs that it's sort of like, do you remember the one that Brian did last year or they did? Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one that was in the Midwest and they had like, you know, the Michigan teams up there and that right, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So, and uh, entry fee for the open event is a hundred dollars. And then the entry fee for the clash of clubs is two twenty five per team. I think that works out to be 75, 75 per person, dude. And our payout scales are really nice, man. We got a lot of good sponsorship backing us up to be able to increase these. Um, I think, yeah, we're going to be giving away or the winners are going to be getting three kayaks. So it's pretty awesome, man. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. It's down in um, Dale Hollow. And uh, we were working with Eastport Marina, which is where we went last year um, at the, I want to say it was in October. Um, and we stayed down there and did our meetup, the paddle fin meetup right. down there. This, And uh, they took care of us, man. And uh, we toyed around with the idea about doing this with uh, Richard and he was all on board. And so, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's, it's a cool Midwest uh, series. You say Midwest, though, but Tennessee's not Midwest. I know. That's what I was, I was asking Brian. Like, okay, I, I'm getting confused. Like, well, when they say Midwest, I'm like, all right. Like, okay, I'll give you Ohio, which I don't think Ohio's even <laughs> Midwest. Still, I'll, get, I'll, I'll give it to you, but it's like, I mean, like, literally, like, I, like, I could breach, I can go to parts <laughs> of New York and, like, put one foot in Ohio and then put one foot in New York. You know what I mean? It's like, it touches, I think, I'm pretty sure it touches New York in some spots, but it yeah, also I, touches, you know, Pennsylvania and, and you know, I mean, it's just it's, it's I don't see it as the Midwest and the Tennessee. I'm pretty sure that's that's part of the SEC football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't ask, man. I asked Brian, I'm like, why are we saying Midwest, dude? I was like, I don't even consider where I live Midwest, but for some reason it's considered that. I'm like, when I think anything west, it's west of the Mississippi River, right? Like, so yeah. <laughs> like you know, maybe like Kansas or something that's Midwest. <laughs> But I mean, but even like when like when they had like the you know the tournament you know when KBF had like the uh, the regional trail events, it's like the Ohio you know the that was part of the Northeast Trail trail event. Like I don't know, it just whatever I can tell people how to do it. But I'm like, it's it's yeah. it's not. I don't know. T Tennessee is definitely a southern state, and that's where it's starting off. If everything <laughs> goes right, if I get my boat, I might actually come down there and fish that one with you guys. But it just depends. You just find a boat, man. Just come down there. If you if you don't even want to fish the tournament, just come down there. You can, I'm not fishing the tournaments, so. Um, I thought about it, but I'm like, man, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and, you know, um, uh, but it'd be a good time regardless. So and we could see you get drunk and talk shit to everybody. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, it's, I mean, like, uh, Milford's going to be there for sure. Right. Yeah. So you can get drunk with Milford and laugh. Well, I'm not at him getting drunk with him. I, I, I'm not drinking with him. It, that, that dude is insane. Like, I, I, you know, like, I, I, you know, I, I shotgun beers, right? And I, I got and like everyone's shotgunning beers with me. I, you know, I started a movement, and he ruined that movement because it's like, well, if I don't stop this, someone might die, you know? Because he just he drinks like a whole bottle of Goldslaugher or something. I don't know, or or uh, Tennessee. Wait, wait, wait. He was drinking uh, some oh some honey stuff. Uh, yeah, Jack, some honey Jack Daniel's honey, yeah, Jack Daniel's yeah. honey or whatever. Like just chugs a whole thing. I'm like, that's not good. Like that, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we might have just killed some guy on on Instagram. You should have seen him at uh, Dale Hollow. It was quite the spectacle. So, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'm, I'm ready to fish, man. I just gotta get this goddamn boat. And uh, you know, because the uh, 
the fish industry was such a boom last year that, you know, I, I, we don't know. Like they, they say it's supposed to be here in April, but I don't know what that means. I mean, it's like it might be here in April is what you're saying, right? Because I, every time I call, like that's what the guys tell me at the uh, the kayak shop. It's like that's all we know is that they said it's supposed to be here in April. So it's like, oh, we don't know when it's going to be here. Um, so I'm worried. So I got to come up with a backup plan because my season, my first tournament is like the last weekend of April. So I got to have a boat by then. But I'd like to have one before that because, I'm, I'm, you know, like th- there's going to be some fishing going on in, in April. So I'd like to, you know, get into it when that pre-spawn starts up here and, you know, maybe get a PB or something. Jesus. Right, right, dude. That's a, it's everything's delayed. You know, there was um, only a few companies that were ready kind of. I don't want to say they were ready for it, but like Crescent, dude, they were shipping kayaks throughout the whole COVID thing when everybody else was, was kind of on a hiatus in a sense. And at Loveland, dude, we were getting selling Crescents like it was our job. And um, what was cool is that was a great kayak company. It came in right at the right time when everybody was getting stimulus checks and it hit that lower price point of people wanting to sit on top, you know, but necessarily aren't super into the whole fishing scene, but right yeah dude it's uh i'm i'm waiting for mine too so i don't know the, the, the clock's running <laughs> right. if i was just about the hobie i would have had it by now because nobody could afford those so. you should have told me you were looking for if i'd have known you're looking for a whole town we have them here like um strictly sale which is our hobie dealer also carries feel free in old town and they had a few, I, they, I don't know how what they have now but i know they had a couple old towns for a while well, well, like I, if I wanted the um, the one twenty, I could have got that the Sportsman one twenty because everyone still had them. But I want the Big Water, and like I guess like those sold out pretty quick, or they don't make a lot of those either because a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people that fish out of them. Um, I know a lot of people that used to fish out of the uh, the Predators or whatever. But you know, I got, a lot of people they love that uh, that one twenty you know um, pilot or whatever. And that's what most yeah. of them get. So that's that, and then I, I think a lot of places bought, got too many of them, and those they were kind of a little bit overstocked on those one because who wants to pay you know unless you're really into it, who wants to pay thirty five hundred dollars for you know a kayak with a motor? Um, you know, you specifically got to want that. So there's a lot of those left around, but not the uh, the big water. So if you find yeah. one, let me know. Maybe, maybe I can get my money back from the, uh, <laughs> the whatever. I don't know. If, I don't know if you're allowed to do that, but you know, get, get, get <laughs> that I'm back. I'm gonna need that back. Like we, we can only give, we can only give you store credit, sir. Yeah, <laughs> be able to buy a, get a paddle, I guess. But uh, <laughs> well, cool, man. It's Friday night. We all got better things to do. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. It's good to talk to you, man. It's been a while. Uh, I know you went through some shit last year or the end of last year, and you're slowly building yourself back up and getting to where you need to be. But uh, glad to see you back on the podcast. Glad to see you're getting a boat and you'll be fishing again. And uh, you know, whatever. Life sucks sometimes, so we, just, we drive sure. on. We figure out ways that you know shit happens. Really, like I know I got two divorces, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> I mean, I got a five-year-old and a three-year-old, and they keep me thoroughly entertained. And uh, you know, they love you, so those they think you're the. Sh- oh my god, those guys are those little kids are the, the biggest jerks ever. Like I'm over there trying to, I'm like I'm over there like trying to change my life. I'm like trying to run, be healthy, and. You know, I videotape to show everyone how good I'm doing, and those little guys, they uh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I don't know that you were showing how good you were doing, it kind of looked like you were more showing the struggles of running again, and you sounded like 
you were either a going to have an asthma attack or you were making an old kung fu movie. We weren't quite sure what was happening. <laughs> but, well, I'm pretty sure it's mocked both. There was one yeah. doing karate moves, the other one at like they were dying. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny when I pulled that video up and they weren't even paying attention to it, and they just heard us. Damn, jeez! Like, and uh, they're like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Come here, look at Josh trying to run. It's hilarious!" And so they started mo mocking it, and I was like, "I've got to videotape this and send it to Smith right now." Yeah, but, well, mine's here now. He's telling me it's time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, so, let's see. Yeah, no. all right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, this will be up next week. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, let's do it again sometime. Uh, I don't know. The season hasn't even started yet, so there's going to be tons to talk about here in the next few months or two. All right. Well, how about this, too, man? When you get that kayak, won't you come and join us on the final cast, and we'll get your opinions on the big water. Oh, that's going to talk to Brad Hicks, too, huh? Well, you don't have to. We can kick him off. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> or good, or you, you can make fun of him. So yeah, <laughs> have a good one, dude. Both are going to happen. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you.